Jim Eaton cocked his gun. Just what do you think you're doing? Josie's breath caught in her throat. I wasn't doing anything. We were just talking. Well, Jim growled, don't talk to her anymore. Do you hear me? Josie knew this was coming, but she couldn't help gasping in shock when it came. What? I couldn't stop talking to Katie Mathis. She and Hannah Cummings are my oldest friends. That was before. Jim replied, things are different now. I don't want you having anything to do with any of them anymore. Just because we married mail-order husbands, Josie insisted, doesn't mean we're giving up our friendship. You can't ask me to do that. Jim turned on her. I'm not the one who's making you give it up. They're the ones who caused all the problems. I was just going about my business. If someone ruined a good thing, it's them. Josie turned away from him. She should have dropped the subject. The last thing in the world she would do was argue with him, especially now. Black Knight enclosed the prairie outside their house. With supper over, she should just curl up and go to sleep. But she just couldn't let the matter rest. You have to admit, you played a part in this situation, too. You drove Katie and her new husband, Jason, into an impossible position. Jim raised his eyebrows at her. Josie shivered. What on earth was she thinking, mouthing off to this man? Hadn't her friends warned her he might be dangerous? Hadn't she complained to Katie herself about all the guns Jim kept in the house? He might fly into a rage at any moment, and then heaven only knew what he would do. But he practically laughed at her. <laughs> Just how exactly did I do that? You know that perfectly well. Josie shot back. You stopped them getting their horses out of our stable. And you shot Katie's dog, Flash. And you even went after Katie herself with a gun. What did you expect them to do? Roll over and let you get away with all that? You knew they wouldn't do that. Jim tilted his head to one side. You're right. I knew they wouldn't. Josie stared at him. You did? Jim cracked a grin. Sure. How would I not know? Of course I knew they would have to do something about it. He crossed the room and sat down on the edge of the bed. If you knew, Josie asked, why did you do it? Jim shrugged. Maybe that's why I did it. Josie gasped. You deliberately did things to drive a wedge between us and our neighbors? Jim kicked his boots into a corner. Silly, isn't it? Josie propped her fists on her hips, her fear for a moment forgotten. It isn't silly. It's downright foolish. Don't you know we have to depend on these people for our very survival for the rest of our lives? How are we going to get our stock to town if you and Jason Mathis and Peter Cummings don't work together to drive them in? Josie didn't notice her own voice rising until Jim fixed her with a hard stare. You might not think much of my reasons, but I do have them. Josie dropped her hands to her sides. Whatever else she did, she better tread carefully. He still held his pistol in his hand. Was he even aware of it? Now that she'd started the conversation, all she wanted to do was get out of it. But how? He growled at her the way he usually did, but his words made her sigh in relief. I don't want to talk about it. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. She couldn't watch him unbuckle his belt. That could only mean one thing. Not that she minded so much. They got along best when the lights went out. Why don't you come over here? He suggested, unless you plan to sleep standing over there. Josie flushed and whirled away. He knew what it meant, too. He didn't shy away from reminding her, either. If he only weren't so forward about it. She fumbled through the last of her chores, putting the room to rights for the night. She couldn't keep stalling all night long. He called her from the other side of the room. Come to bed. At times like this, she couldn't help remembering her first husband, John Campbell. A pang of guilt shot through her. 
Here she was, thinking about one man while preparing to go to bed with another. What difference did it make that John was her husband first? She was married to Jim now, for better or for worse, even if that idiot sheriff didn't say those words. Jim didn't resemble John Campbell at all. When John smiled, his teeth lit up the whole world. When he laughed, the whole world laughed with him. Men, women, and children loved being near him, just to share the jokes that fell from his mouth every minute of the day. He made friends with everyone and kept them for life. He never crossed another living soul as long as he lived. And here was Jim Eaton, threatening his neighbors and frightening the life out of his wife within hours of showing his face at Campbell's Corner.